guys. Welcome back to another episode of We Believe to You. This is Michelle. And I'm Eric. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that Halloween special. I know you guys had been asking for uh, the backstory on our grandfather, and well, that was it. I mean, it's kind of intense. He was an intense man, uh, not always a very good man. Well, really, never really a good man, but <laughs> you know, uh, that's just how it is sometimes. Um, that's also why we had some of those experiences, and now, now you know. Yeah, um, listening to those stories. Uh, I ended up having some pretty shitty dreams afterwards. Um, lots of satanic, demonic things going on. Uh, and I woke up in a panic and yeah, <laughs> it was pretty awful. Real quick. I just want to introduce uh, my friend, Jason. He's going to be our interview. He, we're going to be interviewing him today. So I'm kind of excited to hear what he's got to say, but I just want to say, you know, I prayed to, Michael the Archangel and I had no bad dreams so sounds like somebody should have prayed to Michael I probably should have probably should have cleared energy in the room and did all that stuff and I didn't I was just like I'm just gonna go to sleep because I've heard these stories before and it's fine and apparently hearing the words Satan and demons and witchcraft and all this stuff over and over and over just deeply embedded in my brain and subconscious and did not have the best dreams yeah, you should have heard what grandma was telling me afterwards that we got we're messing with with witchcraft and this and that. I'm like, I literally have never listened to anything satanic or witchcraft related in my life. So yeah, Jason, uh, I guess introduce yourself. Let the people know who you are, what you do. All right. Well, hey guys, uh, my name is Jason. I live down in deep South Texas, Roundsville, uh, where Eric lives and where. Uh, Michelle used to live, um, and and uh, I live down here with my wife Cynthia and my three year old Luke, um, and uh, I'm an attorney. I do some pretty boring transactional stuff that we won't get into, um, but you know I enjoy it, and uh, it's uh, you know uh, what do they say that you never work a day in your life if you love what you do. Um, I don't know. I think I've tested the limits of that, but uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's good times. All right, Jason. So uh, one thing that I always like to ask is what a person's first paranormal experience was. Like, do you have one of those? I do. I was probably about seven or eight years old, um, living here in Brownsville, and my family and I were over at an uncle's ranch. Um, which if you're from Brownsville, uh, it's in the Tandy Road area near Alton Glore. And so, um, you know, we'd be out there all the time. I mean, every weekend and uh, it was just a couple of acres and, you know, all the kids could go and run around. And my uncle had this um, uh, huge shed in the back. And so, you know, we'd always be playing back there. It wasn't well lit. Um, you know, it was pretty dark. And so we'd always just kind of try to spook each other. And one evening, uh, a couple of my cousins and I were just back there goofing around. And um, I, I remember turning and looking over. And, and it was already nighttime. You know, it was 9 or 10 o'clock at night. I remember turning over and, and looking at the shed. And I see this, this older gentleman um, in blue overalls with a red shirt. And he's on a rocking chair. And I immediately, you know, pivoted and sprinted as fast as I possibly could to my uncle's house. 
And we all did. We all started screaming and, and uh, you know, I remember running. So you all saw it then? Oh yeah. 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 We, we all saw it. And, and I remember we ran back and I figured it was just, you know, one of my older cousins or someone just trying to, you know, spook us. Um, yeah. But uh, I remember going back into my uncle's house and, and I was crying and we were all crying. We were, we were pretty scared. And uh, uh, they, the, you know, the adults came outside and um, you know, there was nobody there, of course. And, um, you know, I just remember being, I, I was shaking, I was trembling. I, I was really scared. And, uh, when we left, my parents told me that, uh, they didn't want to talk about it there in the house because there were other friends around, but, uh, apparently my great grandpa, that was his signature outfit. That's what he wore. And he is always on a rocking chair. Oh, gotcha. um, yeah. So, so my great grandpa, Manuel, he, uh, uh, you know, and there's photos and everything, you know, he has, he wears blue overalls and the red shirts, you know, with the collars and all that. And, um, wow. and his boots and, you know, his cowboy hat and all that good stuff. And, um, and so that ranch is, uh, directly adjacent to my great grandfather's ranch. And so they would always go back and forth. And, um, and so it, it, it was pretty common back in the day. Now I never met him, of course, you know, he, he passed before I was born, but, um, but it was pretty common for him to, go over and hang out in the shed and, you know, work with the tools of the tractors or whatever it was. Um, and so it was just a really, you know, interesting experience, uh, given that I, I didn't know much about him. Maybe at that point I didn't know anything about him and I had no reason to, you know, just guess what he typically wore. <laughs> and, and so, uh, that is at least to my recollection, that's, that's the first, you know, time I had, uh, a paranormal type experience. So he was basically just watching over his great grandchildren as they played in the in that yeah, area. Yeah, I, I think that's that's really you know all he was doing. You know, I mean, he was just sitting down, just rocking his chair, you know, hanging out. And um, uh, I think I was more just frightened of the fact that I, I didn't expect to see somebody there, and and it was really dark, you know. And and so you only see that the moonlight, you know, uh, hitting that part of of the of the. Uh, the property and so uh it was just really spooky you know was a rocking chair essentially like a, a ghost too or is that chair like there and he just like the apparition just happened to like show up there or was yeah, like no, there was no chair and no. i remember um there were i mean i i there were a lot several weeks of you know uh struggles with sleep and 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 all that kind of stuff and i remember having to sleep in my parents bed for weeks or maybe months now i don't know it's a little blurry my memory but um but i remember i was just really spooked and i couldn't even go to you know the kitchen at night without you know my mom being out there with all the lights on you know um it, it took a while to shake that one off yeah i mean I, I know when when our grandmother passed away um our maternal grandmother uh i had nightmares with her for for uh, i had a few of them but she was never a mean woman to me but i guess it's just that you know dealing with death and and learning just those things as a kid it can be difficult and i guess your mind is just trying to process it you know what i mean or maybe i saw her in my dream and you know thought she was scary because i knew she was she had passed away and she was there but she was just probably trying to i don't know comfort me or something say hi yeah. yeah but i mean I, and i think that's like the scariest thing especially as a kid it's like i'm seeing something that is there but it's not supposed to be there and then when i look back now all of a sudden it's gone like just that whole like what the hell is happening um 
I can only imagine is like super overwhelming, especially as a kid. Right, right. And especially yeah. as a kid who, who had never really experienced much, you know. Um, and, and so, you know, I don't recall if I, if I had maybe seen some kind of, you know, horror movie or, or anything of that sort that would have, um, um, you know, maybe planted a seed. I, I don't think so. I don't think there was anything unique about that day. You know, it, it was just, I mean, we were yeah. there every weekend, like I said. I've heard a lot of stories about, um, uh, you know, par- paranormal experiences and uh, uh, over at my grandparents' ranch, which was right next door. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, it doesn't surprise me that I experienced something at my uncle's ranch. Um, but, you know, why that day and why my great-grandfather, I, I don't know, but... Uh, I guess it's good to know. I mean, now in retrospect, it's comforting to to think that he was there. And, and we, we do have a very, you know, well, back then we had a very close-knit family. Um, and, and uh, you know, like I said, we were always hanging out together. And, and that was true even for, you know, my parents, my, my grandparents, great-grandparents. I mean, uh, the family was always together, you know. And so so it makes sense why he would have been there. and um, And so I guess it gives me comfort knowing that, you know, he uh, cared about his great grandkiddos, you know, while we were there being little dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, <Yeah>. definitely. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, was there any, like anything else that you had, like as, as a young kid? So that was your first one. And then did, did you have any other experiences or more frequent experiences after that as a kid? You know, the only other one that, that I recall, and it also involves family, um, um, and it's along the same vein, you know, it was somebody watching over us, uh, I believe. Um, we were at my uh, house, the house that I grew up in, you know, here in Brownsville. Uh, so we weren't at, at a, you know, the uncle's property. Um, and I remember walking out of the bathroom and walking down the hallway past my, my parents' room. And I saw an older lady just standing by the foot of their bed. And, but, you know, it was in my peripherals. And so um, I remember thinking, oh, it's my mom, you know, and, and, you know, she was in the nightgown or whatever, but it was in my peripherals. And so I keep, I keep, I was about to ask, was she wearing yeah. a nightgown? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's why. White nightgown, long black hair, <laughs> typical. <laughs> uh, um, no, I don't, I don't recall the color and I don't recall it. But no, it certainly wasn't black hair. Um, so, so I remember okay. walking over to the living room. And I see my mom sitting there and I started thinking, oh crap, um, who the hell was that, you know, in the bedroom? And so I go back and I take a look and there's nobody there. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm just going crazy. You know, maybe it's a shadow or whatever, you know? So I kind of chalk it off. And, um, and that was in the evening, the following day in the morning, my mom's uh, crying and I was like, what's going on, mom? And she's like, no, it's like, nothing's wrong. I just, I, I really sensed that your grandma was in my room yesterday at the foot of the bed, just looking at me, you know? And I was like, what? And, I, and so, you know, and she was, she was in tears, but like, it, it was fine, you know? But, but she just said she was crying. Like it was again, a comforting Yeah, she was thing. crying just because she missed her. And, and this was actually my right. paternal grandmother. So it wasn't my mom's mom. This was you know, my father's right. mom, but my mom was very, very close to her. I mean, yeah, that, that was, yeah. you know, really her mother. My, my mom didn't have a close relationship with, with her mother growing up or anything. So, um, 
so she she was very close to her, you know, and my grandma really uh, protected her. And so um, I remember she told me that, and I just got these chills. And and I told her I was like, you know, mom, I I swear I saw someone last night, or or you know, if I didn't see him, I, I certainly felt a presence, and you know, I felt like there was somebody there. And so, um, it, you know, it, that was another experience where I just um, uh, I don't think I was scared that time around. I, I think it was just very yeah, you know, kind of, kind of comforting, you know, now did I feel spooked out? I mean, yeah, yeah, I did. You know, did, did I probably have a few nights of, uh, you know, sleeplessness and, uh, needing lights on? Yeah, I'm sure I did. Um, but it, you know, again, in retrospect, it's just family doing their thing, you know, just, just watching out for us. And so, so I'm good with that. And, um, you know, my mom's had, had a, a lot of experiences in, in her life. And so I think for her, that, that was a good one. Yeah, you know, she actually felt good. And I think, um, you know, for her, she didn't want her to leave. I remember her telling me that she she uh, started crying because she felt her leave and and it was she was just gone. Like the presence was gone and, and that's what brought her to tears. You know, she was just like, Man, I really wish, you know, she was still here and and so um and again, I wasn't close to my grandma. I I, I don't remember her. Um she passed when I was maybe three. And so I didn't really know her, you know, and, and, uh, but from what I hear, she, you know, loved me and took care of me and, you know, three years that she had with me, you know, she, she was a, a great grandma. So, um, you know, I, I think I'm just happy when things like that happen because it, it's nice to know that, you know, their spirits are still here and they're still taking care of us. And, and, um, you know, it's, it's a nice thing. I think it's positive. And, and yeah, and that's the other big, you know, experience that I recall from when I was a, a kiddo. And how, how did your mom react when you told her that you had felt a presence or that you had seen somebody or some, yeah, somebody there or a woman there by her bed? Um, I remember her trying to explain to me at that point, this was a couple of years later. So I was still a kid, you know, I, I wasn't, oh, okay. um, maybe not a teenager yet, but I was maybe 10 or 11. And I remember her response was to just explain to me, Uh, kind of what we've discussed, you know, as far as family, you know, uh, uh, in the afterlife potentially coming back and, and uh, it not always being a bad thing, you know, it can be a great thing. Um, So I think she explained that to me and I was like, okay. And, and uh, because I, I, you know, I was pretty shaken up, you know, and, and um, again, maybe not scared, but certainly shaken up. And, and, um, and so I think she was just trying to explain to me like, Hey, look, this isn't, it's not always a bad thing. You don't have to be scared of ghosts, you know. You don't have to be scared of, of spirits. That's good parenting. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, um, <laughs> we fast forward to today, and I just scare my wife all the time and try to scare my kid. And <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah. So I think my mom's just, you know, I mean, that's the way she is. You know, she's she's always got that that right answer. You know. I mean, that's something that we discussed in in uh, well, let these episode episode one. Um, where, you know, her parents kind of just pretended like they were crazy, like, no, 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 like you, you didn't actually experience that or, oh, it was the wind or it was, you know, making excuses for what it probably actually was. So it's really refreshing to hear, you know, your mom saying like, you know what? Yeah. Sometimes no, there is an afterlife and your, you know, family comes back and visits and you've just been lucky enough too, that you've had as, even though they were scary, positive experiences because it was family watching over you guys, you know. So lucky you. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. And and you know, 
has been the case for uh, you know all, all of my relatives um oh well mm-hmm. and, and later ones yeah yeah um but you know what's interesting is as me personally I, I i do think they've all been positive or at least most of them um or if i have had negative ones i've done a really good job of scrubbing my memory um yeah. <laughs> but, but i know that you know my father and my mother and you know other family they've uh, they've had other experiences that were you know dark and yeah yeah dark negative and all that so i, I know that's the thing that's that's happened and um uh you know i i, I guess um after that experience i really uh, you know, became a, I became a teenager and kind of you know, went through that growing phase. And and through those years, I started to really question, you know, just um, whether this stuff was real. And I remember looking back at those experiences and trying to, you know, come up with an explanation, you know, and yeah. and uh, um, you know, I think I think as just depending on how you're raised and and you know who your friends are and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, uh, your beliefs kind of change, you know? And, and so after that experience, um, I really don't have, you know, something that I recall that I went through, you know, during middle school or high school or really even college. I, I mean, I kind of just, you know, I, anything that I did experience, I, I always chalked it off or I always, you know, had some kind of explanation for it. Um, and and so I went through this pretty, you know, long period where I didn't um, really believe, you know, which is kind of, uh, it's interesting because I, I had these experiences when I was a kid and, you know, I look back at them now and, and there really shouldn't be a reason why I wouldn't want to believe, you know. I, I went through a pretty lengthy period, um, which is also kind of tied to, uh, you know, just kind of my belief system in general. I, you know, even with regard to religion and things like that, I, I, um, you know, I struggled to, to believe, you know, and, and again, just anything that wasn't tangible and visible and I couldn't see and hear and all that. I, um, you know, I, I kind of pushed it all away, you know, and, and, uh, it, it wasn't until just a few years ago that I, I kind of took a turn again. And, and it was because things happened that at least I feel are, you know, were, were, were tangible. You know, there were things that I experienced that were very much real to me, you know, and, and I was like, okay, then I was probably wrong, <laughs> you know, because if whatever the experience is, it's very real to that person, but, you know, just because they don't have proof of it, they don't have a recording, they don't have whatever, you know, they can't, uh, uh, you know, press replay on their experience and bring you into it. And, you know, it's just not possible. Uh, of course, you know there are recordings of a lot of things, but um, but just because you don't have one doesn't mean that you know you didn't go through it. And so, so I, now I think these days I, I do believe that you know uh, people go through a lot, you know, a lot of different experiences, and um, and so I, I I'm definitely more open minded now, and and uh, certainly believe. Yeah, I was gonna say like that's. I, you know, I love everything you're saying because that's something that in other episodes that we've always, you know, said, or, or that's the reason why we, we do this. You nailed it. Like, exactly yeah, exactly what, you, what said. you said is exactly why we do this. You know what I mean? So I, I mean, I love that. And then I also love that you said, I do believe as a response to the, you know, our, 
you know, we believe to you and obviously you do believe. So yeah, like, like perfect, I'm a lawyer. Man. I just give direct answers. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, perfect, bro. I, I, I got to give more, uh, more context other than just getting on the podcast and saying, yeah, I believe thanks guys. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But, um, but, but it, it's, you know, I think it's important just to kind of give that context and, um, uh, and, you know, I've never really talked about this stuff to be honest. Um, uh, other than, you know, with my, uh, with my wife, you know, and, um, I think, can, sure. can I ask, sorry, can I ask why? Um, you know, I, I guess, I guess for the longest time, it's just because I didn't believe and, and I, I didn't think it was even worthy of any kind of, you know, in-depth discussion. I didn't think that it was, um, I mean, I just thought it was, it was just kind of just all bullshit. I mean, to be honest, I, I was like, this is ridiculous. You know, I'm not, and it wasn't until again, just a, three, four years ago that, um, that kind of changed for me, you know, and, and it's fine. You know, you can look back and say, Oh yeah, I was wrong. You know? Um, and, and, uh, um, you know, I think there's a lot of, obviously a lot of people out there that, that do believe and don't believe. And, um, but as far as, you know, why I never talked about, it, I guess, I guess because I was just that guy that, you know, people just knew didn't believe. And so why even bother talking to this guy? He's just going to be an asshole about it. And, you know, just say that there is, um, some kind of other, explanation you know and that's just not beneficial for anybody like um now granted that's a lot of what i do in my line of work right i'm always just like questioning everybody and <laughs> trying to get to the truth of, of the matter but you can't um you can't force somebody to you know tell you uh something that's not true right if if they went through an experience i mean you can push and push and push but if they went through it they went through it you know and and so i you know you can come up with a list of hundred different other explanations for what somebody experienced, but, um, you, you know, you can't, uh, sometimes you just can't explain it, you know, and I guess that's kind of what I've now realized. Um, and, uh, and again, I mean, it's, it's kind of tied into, you know, my religious beliefs now and, and, and I, uh, uh, which I am, you know, a, a believer and I'm religious now. Um, and, and so, yeah, it was just a, an interesting period of my life, you know, where, uh, I, I think you just kind of, uh, you have to go through some things, you know, in your own life to, to really get to that point, you know, where you believe and you truly believe, you know, and, and can finally accept that some things just do not have an explanation. Uh, and that's okay. You know, there's not always have to be an answer. You don't always have to have, you know, evidence. You don't always have to have, um, you know, that tangible, visible, you know, uh, uh, recording or whatever it may be. Uh, to prove up something you know it's just it's just okay that it happened and you know that somebody is telling you about it uh and sometimes it is just as simple as that yeah yeah man so uh i know you've taught you've already mentioned it a couple times what i mean if you're willing to talk about it what's that uh incident that's happened either three or four uh, years ago that's kind of started making you become a believer again i guess you could say sure so uh, over the last three or four years is really when, you know, that changes has happened. Um, uh, I guess just to provide some context so that it, everything kind of makes sense. Um, uh, my oldest brother, Jesse, he uh, passed away in September of 2016 uh, from a pretty rare um, disease that basically causes inflammation of your blood vessels. 
Mm -hmm. and uh kind of just attacks for different organs and stuff and anyway so he he was really young you know he was 41 um and uh uh you know he left four children and um uh, a couple of grandchildren and so we were living in austin at the time and you know we um thankfully got to see him uh about a month before he passed uh Mm -hmm. over in houston and uh he went to houston to get to try to get you know, some, some help, um, since the disease was already attacking his heart, um, they, they, you know, they went to a specialist in Houston who could maybe do something, but, uh, you know, they weren't able to. So, um, anyway, so yeah, he passed, uh, in September of 2016 and, um, probably like a week later, or I really don't know how long after, but pretty soon after, uh, my wife and I found out that we were expecting, and um, so, so it was, you know, just right after he was, you know, he passed and we were mourning and stuff. And, and so a lot of emotions during that period, but um, anyway, you know, we kind of went through the process and a few months later we uh, found out that it was going to be a boy. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is that we had gone back and forth for months and months, probably years, uh, you know, <laughs> with uh, baby names and, uh, you know, you know how that goes and, and so we could never agree on anything. And the day that we found out we were having a boy, um, like 10 minutes later, we had the name, you know, yeah. and, uh, and uh, what we ended up doing, it just kind of came to me, you know, in the moment, but I knew that I, I suddenly knew in that moment that I wanted to uh, use my brother's middle name, which is Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, Cynthia and I really, uh, we liked the name Luke and, uh, we decided to name my son Luke Anthony, um, and so you both know, we, saints. Yeah, yeah, and so we, um, you know, we had Luke, and uh, you know, my brother's passing really it just really hit home. You know, I, I didn't get a lot of time to spend with him, but we were always very close. I mean, he was always there taking care of me when I was little. You know, he always babysat me, and and he was kind of kind of a crazy one to be honest he uh he, he's the guy who introduced me to real music uh, uh <laughs> yeah, he, he he got me into metallica and uh guns and roses and um motley crew and uh got us off of that nsync shit yeah yeah exactly and uh action boys <laughs> well speak for yourself connor um no, i'm kidding <laughs> so anyway um i uh so back then my, my brother had, uh, I mean, I must've been, gosh, I don't know, 10, 12 years old. I, I don't know how old I was, but, uh, you know, my brother was like, you guys stop listening to that boy band garbage or whatever, you know, whatever it was in at that time. And, and, yeah. uh, uh, so, so he had this awesome, uh, cassette tape, uh, as you mentioned earlier, uh, yeah. Connor aging ourselves here, but he, he had this, um, cassette tape, briefcase type of thing mm-hmm. and uh you know it holds like whatever 36 cassettes and and you know it's just beautiful i mean it's like like all sorts of great bands and um and i had a uh you know a boom box a stereo and you know i remember him playing that for me and i was like this is pretty intense but i like it you know yeah. and uh and it took like not even a day or two for my my parents to start you know getting upset over the whole thing. And they're like, what are you listening to? And, <laughs> and, uh, and then of course, you know, then my brother gave me this, um, Motley Crue chain, uh, 
it has like a cross with a snake around and stuff. And, uh-huh. and so I went to school and I thought I was so cool with a Motley Crue chain. And, <laughs> I, I, and then I, that, that chain ended up disappearing. And I actually just found out a few weeks ago that my parents hid it for me back then. And my, <laughs> nice. and my mom just found it because they got a new refrigerator and she had hit it. Uh, she had taped it on the cabinet above oh the refrigerator. Gosh. Oh, yeah, wow. So, they yeah, really they went, went out of their way to, yeah, to yeah, get rid yeah, of that thing. Yeah, yeah, that's like its own podcast right there. Um, so anyway, um, but but we had that kind of relationship, you know, and he was just big brother, you know, and, and he, he did all sorts of crazy things. But but he was always there for me. And, you know, as I grew older, um, um, you know, I wouldn't say we purposely became distant, but, you know, he became a father and I was just going through, you know, high school and college and all that. And, you know, he just kind of uh, tried to stay in touch as much as he can, but you never lose that bond, of course. Um, and so, you know, his passing was, was really hard. I mean, it was, it, it's still really hard, you know, it was only four years ago now and it's, it's, you know, it's a work in progress. <laughs> and, and um, uh, what was really cool though, is when, uh, when we were still living in Austin and I think Luke was, uh, about to be born my my nieces and nephew they um they sent me a package and, and i have the video of this they sent me a package and they had coordinated with cynthia and um i i got this package in the mail i opened it up had no clue what it was and they actually gifted me that cassette box with all of his Aww. cassettes with all the music yeah and i still have You're it make me cry dude <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i still have it uh, it's there you know it's there in the closet and i it, you know, look at it and, and play the cassettes. I try, I try not to play them too much because I don't want to destroy them, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's, it's awesome, you know, and I have that and it's precious to me, you know, uh, and it's got a B104 sticker on it. And, you oh, know, wow. for, for anyone who, for anyone who lives <laughs> Damn, for anyone who grew wow. up in the Valley, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Back um, before it was wild 104, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Good old it, days. It, it, it wasn't wild back then. It was just, yeah. you know, just a B apparently. Um, anyway, so, um, so I have that, you know, now, and, and that was great. I remember I, I broke down and, you know, it just meant a lot, you know, and, and the fact that they passed that along to me was great. Um, and so anyway, um, you know, we moved down here um, the following year. Uh, my nephew, uh, who's named Austin, uh, he graduated from, from high school and we had a graduation dinner Um and it was just here at, at a you know Pizza Hut here in Brownsville, and um, so it was you know my parents, uh, my wife Luke, um, and then my sister-in-law and, and my nieces and nephew, and uh, we're there, and you know the, the, the waiter brings over uh, the food and all that good stuff, and now Luke was right in between Cynthia and myself in the high chair, and he must have been I don't know maybe a little over a year old. I mean he was already sitting up in a high chair and all that, so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're there just talking and eating and, and Luke just starts cracking up, like just laughing hysterically. And I mean, and it was like intense laughter, you know, like, like somebody was making him laugh and he was looking right above my sister-in-law. Um, and there's nobody there. There's nothing there, nothing at all. And he's just staring right over my sister-in-law and uh, like a little bit to her right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then he, you know, he was laughing in waves. Like he was just like cracking up and then he would calm down. And then it would kind of build up again, like, you know, like somebody's playing peek Making or faces something. or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we were we all started looking around at each other and we're like, the hell is he laughing at? You know? And and uh, Cynthia and I were looking at him and we're like, what are you looking at, baby? And 
you know, and he just ignored us and he just kept cracking up, you know, and he was like crying from laughter. And I remember that moment, like several of us got pretty emotional because uh, it really felt like in that moment, you know, my, my brother was there, you know, and, and that was, um, uh, you know, that moment for me, I, it, I couldn't shake it off. You know, it, it really, it was really impactful. And um, I, I remember I started looking at, at Luke differently, you know, I started thinking like, can you see your uncle? I mean, what, what's going on here, you know? And, and, uh, and I remember kind of, you know, praying and, and, and talking to my brother and I was like, uh, funny of you to show up, you know, here at Pizza Hut and, and not, you know, uh, say hello to the rest of us, you know? <laughs> and um, uh, cause I sure wouldn't mind, you know, uh, seeing him again, you know, I'd love to, but um, so, so it was just, it, it was a crazy dinner. I mean, I remember we left and, we just couldn't stop talking about it, you know. Um, and so, fast forward a, a couple of, uh, gosh, it must have been just a few months later. Um, I was having a really hard day, or maybe a hard week, and I was kind of at a low point. And I remember uh, uh, Cynthia wasn't even here; I was just here by myself, taking care of Luke. And I went to the closet, uh, and Luke was right behind me, and he's just there playing with our clothes or whatever. And um, and I, I brought down that cassette tape uh, storage box and, and I, I just, you know, I was kind of like praying and talking to my brother and I was like, man, I could just really use some help right now. You know, things have been kind of hard and uh, yeah, sorry guys. Yeah. We're, I think dude, we're all crying right uh, now, man. Yeah. My <laughs> eyes sweating really <laughs> bad. It's okay, dude. It's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. So, it's good. Um, take your time, man. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> so uh, if he was here, he would just hit me in the back of the head. Uh, <laughs> so so anyway, uh, so I was there and, and I, I brought this cassette tape box down and I was just looking through it, you know, and I was like, just wanting to feel him again, you know, and, um, and you know, he just always had this way about him of, of like, you know, just don't worry about it. You know, it's going to be all right. You know, that's the way he always was growing up, you know, Um so anyways, I was just kind of praying and talking to him and suddenly I just felt this, I just felt like it was just winter. All of a sudden it was just so cold and I just felt this crazy sensation go through my body. And, uh, and I was like, holy shit. You know, I was like, is he here? And Luke comes up to me and he like pats me on the back and I look at him and he's just staring right at me, which he, he really didn't do much of, you know, he really didn't stare. Uh, you know, he, he's always kind of had a, thing with eye contact and he was staring right at me and then he just hugs me really tight you know and I just broke down I just I just mm-hmm. lost it and in that in that moment I was like thanks man <laughs> you know I was like I really needed that um and uh you know that that really uh that was just such a huge moment you know in my life and and trust me when I say that I needed it <laughs> uh in that moment and um you know ever since then we've always um you know Luke Luke has this just really, really tight relationship with my, my father, you know, and, and, and from time to time, he still does the laughing thing. He just, he's laughing when he sees my sister-in-law or, or my father, you know, just right, right next to them. It's not even them. He's not looking at them. He just looks right next to them and he does it, you know, and now it's just like, it's almost like we're used to it, but like, we know that my brother's just there playing with him, you know, and, and I know that if he was here, he would you know, just love him so deeply and, and always, you know, play with him and do things like that. So, um, and, and I guess something else I forgot to mention, <clears throat> um, uh, 
uh, you know, Luke's first name, uh, you know, we just chose it because we liked it and, uh, you know, for religious reasons as well. But we, we did at, at one point, we made the connection that the last time I saw my brother was at St. Luke's hospital in, uh, in Houston. And that was the last time I saw him alive. And, um, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just crazy to think that there's all these little connections and, uh, you know, maybe the, the former me would have just found some reason to, yeah, you know, just chalk it off as coincidence or whatever. But, um, yeah, these days it's, uh, it's just very different for me having gone what I've gone through, you know, recently. And, and I can't say that I've had other experiences, but that was more than enough for me. And, uh, you know, um, I, I really needed that in that moment and the fact that it happened. Um, and sometimes you just know, I mean, there is no explanation. There's no rational, you know, reason that, that you can see and touch and, uh, you just know. And in that moment I knew, you know, and, and that was, uh, that was just a huge life changing moment for me. Wow, dude. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> that was powerful. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. Dude. Like, it's just, I was like literally having to try to fight back tears. Cause I, I was like, don't lose it. Don't you lose do it. You did a good job, brother. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I saw I, them. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't help it, man. I Yeah, I, I held it together until I, I just, you know, I haven't really, um, uh, you know, whenever I really think about him and, and I'm just here by myself, I, you know, I, I, I get emotional. But at that moment, I mean, I haven't really replayed it, I think, to that extent uh, uh, until now. And so it just kind of hit me again, you know. And Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, you know, even though he's not here physically anymore, I certainly believe that he's here with us in spirit. And, um, no denying yeah, it's that. Just a, course, man. yeah, there's just a lot of comfort in knowing that. And, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's something I just carry with me. And I, and I, I think it's, it's something that gives my, you know, my father and, and mother a lot of, uh, comfort as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of what's happened in my life, you know, over the last uh, couple of years that, you know, it's just really changed my perspective on things. And, uh, and I think uh, I'm just much more comfortable now, you know, I, uh, you gotta, I mean, to believe it's just, it just has to be unconditional, especially when you experience it, you know, um, I, I think had it been 10 years ago, you know, maybe I would have said, Oh, that's just all in my mind or whatever, but I, I don't think that's the case. And, and so anyway, I'm just, uh, grateful that it's, uh, something else they would experience no yeah man i mean we appreciate you coming on here and and sharing that with us dude like it's i don't know i just feel like you drove home every single thing that every single reason why we started this podcast like you literally it's like i feel like you had a a a checklist and you were just like okay this 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 (laughs) this 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 and you literally (laughs) fucking hit every single thing like we did not pay him to say the things that he no, did. No, we did not. Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like we, all, we, all three of us got emotional. You know, uh, it's not something we planned to do on this podcast, and ever. And no, and um, I did. I just, I can't like tell you how much I appreciate you coming on here and and talking to us about those things, and uh, just again, like unprompted, just nailed exactly why we do this or why we're doing this you know what i mean right. mm-hmm. and 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 one thing that you know i i really appreciate is 
so many people and have again have talked about it in previous episodes so many people associate the paranormal with negative things or like bad things or scary things and even though yeah like at least those first two experiences kind of like spooked you out like but there's there's still such beautiful positive experiences you know what i mean and there's there's beauty and hope and positivity and light and love in the paranormal and it's not all like demons and you know scary scary things things. yeah and this i mean your stories are perfect example of of that and so yeah i'm so glad that we were able to hear your stories yeah thanks guys i'm happy to have shared them uh you know it's it's obviously uh something i've just held pretty closely uh you know over the last few years but um it's certainly great to to share you know my experience and hopefully that'll motivate others to you know not only share their experiences but you know just try having conversations when you need it you know yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I think that's kind of what I learned from all this is, and I do it pretty much daily now, but I, I have those conversations with him, um, you, you know, because I, I believe that he's still there and that I have that support. And, um, um, you know, I think there's just a lot of benefit to that. And so that's what I would encourage everyone to do, you know, is have those conversations and, and you know, believe because mm-hmm. um, it's, I, I think it's, real and and i've you know i've experienced it it's a lot dude i'm still trying to fight back tears right now dude to be honest with you like i'm just it's amazing so uh i know this isn't paranormal related but i mean anybody that we have on here you know because they support us we want to support them and if people want to support them as well is there anything jason that you want to share or Oh, your website or, you know, how you can help people as far as, you know, you being an attorney and stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, so I primarily practice real estate and business law. So if you've got a real estate problem or perhaps are starting up a small business, um, I do help out a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs and people who are just starting up who may not know what step one is. Um, and so I'm happy to, you know, give some, uh, consultation time to, to help people out. And, and I'm always uh, looking out for the little guys. So um, y'all can reach me at uh, jrioslaw.com. Uh, that's R-I-O-S, Rios. Um, and, uh, or you can email me, jason at jrioslaw.com. I'd be happy to help out. We'll put that in the show notes as well. For yeah. Anybody who wants to reach out. Yeah. And, and, I'll, and YouTube, I'll put the link and everything. And guys, um, Sorry, we're not sponsored, so no discount codes. <laughs> All righty, man. Well, thank you again, dude. I appreciate you. I wish I could give you a hug, virtual hug. Thank you for being on. And uh, yeah, bro, was, you yeah, fuck, thank making you. me cry, asshole. I know. I was, was not planning on getting emotional, but uh, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And thanks for having me on. It, it was a great conversation. and feels you know pretty good to talk about this stuff so good, really enjoy good. man well whenever you want dude we're here bro yeah. appreciate it guys damn guys i did not expect to cry cry <laughs> like i was literally fighting back tears and t- like when he was talking i was like and then like <laughs> finally yeah, like I, it started rolling down my face. I was like, "God 
Damn it, man. Jesus. That's that's what that's what broke me. I was keeping it together pretty well. And then I looked over at you on, you know, FaceTime and I just saw this tear come down your cheek. I was like, no, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I just started sobbing. And I, I don't as well. know if that's what, what I, I don't know if the same thing and I should I guess we should have asked Jason, but I don't know if the same thing happened to him because he was holding it together and then like I wiped my tear and then that's when I felt like everyone kinda, broke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Everybody <"Damn> broke. <laughs> I ruined it. Uh, no, no, no. But it, that made it really real and raw. Yeah. And uh, I was, I like I told him, like I so appreciate his stories. We we haven't had stories like that, and this was such a, a beautiful, you know, different side to the paranormal. Like I told mm-hmm. him, I, it's I'm grateful for his stories. Those are great. Yeah, and that's not to diminish anybody that we've interviewed oh, so far. Sure. It's just to, it's just that it's. It's different. It's not what we've heard so far. And, you know, it just it's it's beautiful in the sense that, you know, like you said earlier, you know, it it, it just shows people that, you know, there are two sides to this. Yeah. Or like his mother said, too, like it's not, you know, sometimes it's family and and they're here for us and and it's not something to be afraid of, you know, so I loved it. I mean, those are great. Yeah, great stories. So. So yeah, well, guys, if you want to share something like that with us, uh, I mean, we're like, that's, we're here. That's our jam. And, and what we want to try and do too, is like on the first of the month, maybe do written in stories. So like I said, we have some, we can, with what we have, we can probably put an episode together, but we definitely need more from you guys so that we can, uh, keep them coming. Keep, yeah. Keep that going and make that like a, a monthly thing like yeah so send them in again english or spanish we'll translate do our best uh to not butcher it uh and if you want to reach us our instagram is at we believe do you podcast our twitter is at wbdy podcast on facebook where we believe do you with a question mark or you could also reach us at we be- at we believe do you podcast on facebook and our youtube channel is also we believe do you with a question mark uh, our episodes are up there, uh, and email us, email us too. That's also, we believe do you at gmail.com subscribe, hit the notification and don't forget. We believe no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going into that. No, don't forget to rate and review us on, uh, Apple podcasts. If you guys leave us a review, we'd love to read it on the next episode. Alrighty guys. Well do it right. We want to hear it. We want to hear everything because we believe. Do you? Do you?